This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Internate is not a worker studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. It's a rainy day here in D.C. We were just talking about it with our uh, people who are watching the live stream. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Five bucks a month. You can watch a live stream of the show. You can hear us talk about the weather. Well, you might also hear the weather. There's There's been some pretty vicious thunder, which yes. uh, we've been trying to follow with the evil laugh. So if you hear the thunder, you might hear an evil laugh. We're just rolling with it here. Uh, unlike the F-22, we work in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice if we uh, didn't have to, if we could just, I don't know, call call it off, postpone, rain delay. Baseball players get the rain delay. Why don't we? I, I could get get behind a rain delay just because it, it does affect the audio quality here. Some people might like the rain. We've got some viewers on, on YouTube who are saying that they like the sound of the rain. The rain is nice. The, but it the, does the affect the sound quality. But, it, but yeah, it does. It does. So... Uh, speaking of the sound quality, I heard some unquality takes on Twitter. Go on. Well, last night, Ian Milhouse, Ian, Ian Milheiser, tweeted something about how President Obama used to be up very late at night studying policy papers. And that's why, you know, he really misses that because that always led to such great outcomes, uh, as as we know, because here we are under the Trump administration. Uh, this is just also just like Obama fan fiction too. It is. Like it is. was he was Ian Milhouse like in the residential wing of the White House with Obama? Just like in the corner? I don't know, but but even if Ob- Obama could have been up 20 hours a day reading academic papers and the outcome was still shit. The outcome was still Trump yeah. and uh, th- and a whole lot of bad things along the way between his first inauguration and Trump's inauguration. And we all fucking know that. So anyway, I just made fun of uh, Ian. And I just got to say, the worst fucking people, some of the worst fucking people online, obviously not the worst people online. I'm doing the hyperbole thing where I'm complaining. Some of the worst people online are just like gravitated toward the Obama defense. Yeah. It's I I don't know I've I, run I, into that crowd it, plenty of times. It's just it's just the ugh. similar similar crowd. Uh, you can throw Congressman, I should say Senator Joe Donnelly, into that crowd as well. Coming out today saying he thinks abolish ICE is a terrible idea. I guess someone asked him. Unfortunately, he was one of the three Dems who voted for the uh, the appellate, the Eleventh Circuit appellate hmm. uh, nominee. A few weeks ago, put up. <laughs> what? What's the point? Why? Why is the Democratic Party a thing? Yeah, you know, mm. you you don't seem to have any answers for me here. I'm looking for answers. I don't. I'm, I'm just remembering your song from last uh, <laughs> Sentinel cast. <laughs> I love Democrats. <laughs> what are the weird? I think this is why. Just to go back to the Obama uh, fans 
quickly. It's just, it really annoyed me because it was like this white Canadian person who was like, oh, like criticizing a black guy because like, I'm criticizing the, pre- the ex-president. You're, I, you're never allowed to criticize Obama. Mustn't criticize mustn't, the ex-president. Mustn't, mustn't criticize the president. <sighs> I'm getting myself worked up here, right. but I think some of these people online are bots. <laughs> the, the, the Sally, the Sally Albright... It has Albright, been proven some of these are bots. The Sally Albright bot army has me thinking that the Democratic Party learned uh, a few things from the last election. One, like Joe Donnelly, be like a Republican. Just basically be a Republican. Yeah. Number two, be like the Russians. Get a lot of bots. <laughs> is it just me or does Twitter is... I feel like I sound like a crazy person, but I feel like Twitter is teaming with Democrat bots. No, there days. are a lot. There are a lot. And they are targeting us. They're targeting us. They're, they're, <laughs> they're interfering 17 intelligence agencies. <laughs> uh Okay. We're going to get to the newscast in a second. As I mentioned off the top of the show, $5 a month on Patreon. You get to do a live stream of the show. You can communicate with us while we're recording. Uh, we got Alex here saying the Sam should get in on the asbestos revival. The studio will never catch on fire now. This, of course, related to the uh, Trump administration making moves to uh, allow for asbestos again. Uh, Ryan says he would drape himself <laughs> in asbestos if it were socially acceptable. <laughs> Alex says getting mesothelioma to own the libs. Uh, Job creator has logged on to asbestos, Chad. Roy asks, how do we know that that is the real Ian Milhouse? Didn't he say that he might get captured by the government or something if he didn't tweet on a daily basis? This is a good question. How do we know it's how do we know that Ian isn't in jail somewhere? I think Ian, uh, his point was that his tweets would stop if he goes to jail. If he goes to jail, the tweets stop. Oh. So. Well, the tweets haven't stopped. Exactly. So we should throw that dude in jail. <sighs> we got Keister. What's up, Keister? David giving us an update on the uh, baseball game. It's going on. Nats up 8-2. to two. Thank you for that, <laughs> wow. David. Nats have been real hot lately. They, 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 must, they've been, they have some hot bats on that They team. must be playing on the road, I'm guessing, right now. Okay. Uh, also, five bucks a month, you get your own poem read on the air, a haiku, and we're about to read some poems right now. This one is for Austin. Nothing but respect for my U.S. president, LeBron James, the king. Thank you, Austin. This is for Audient. Invent new swear words. It's time now to innovate. Shit dumpster gump fuck. <laughs> Thank you, audience. This one is for Joshua. Regret to inform. Chatterbait banned Alex Jones. So nude and so red. Finally, this is for AJ. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Sorry, I was... uh, Sorry, you're rushing to get this one out for AJ. Get this one out for AJ. This is for AJ. Anthony Jr., Gabagool over here now. Bring the ZD2. (laughs) 
I'm sorry uh, to Joshua. That's why I was rushing to get that out for AJ. That's fair. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. Thank you to all our new subscribers on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash district sentinel. It's Tuesday, August 7th, 2018. Here's the news. <laughs> Republicans claim they take a hard line on immigration because they have a boner for the law. Well, now they want to shut out more documented immigrants, too. According to media reports, the Trump administration would make it harder if they get their way, would make it harder for foreigners to get naturalized. CNN and NBC News reported that the plan is being spearheaded by beige silly putty egg Stephen Miller, the White House aide with documented sympathies with the far right. The plan centers around a proposed regulation designed to drum up racist class resentment. It would expand the number of public benefits that can count against those applying for citizenship or permanent residency. Surely the fine people who become U.S. immigration officers have no intention of using this capriciously. These reports come the day after Jeff Sessions hit out at a federal judge for ordering the Trump administration to continue accepting DACA applicants... As expected, yesterday evening, the administration appealed the decision. This is, of course, all about uh, racism. This isn't about protecting the country or securing borders anymore. This is about uh, really freaked out white people in this country who think they're losing some sort of majority or something. And uh, they now have policymakers in charge representing their interests. Yes, it is racism. And as with most forms of racism, too very classist, trying to uh, portray the other as some sort of, uh, in England, they would call them benefit scroungers, you know, the the the, the Ronald Reagan's classic welfare the queens. The takers. The welfare queens, the Reagan welfare queens. That's the uh, classic American example. The FCC's Inspector General released a report Tuesday showing that higher-ups at the commission lied about an alleged cyber attack. You might remember last year that the agency's public comment system went down and it was alleged by the chairman, Pai and others that the failure was due to a cyber attack on the FCC. But the IG found no evidence of such an attack. It found that the failure was due to a large number of people instead using the platform to inform the FCC that they opposed the chairman, Pai's plan to repeal net neutrality. That came after TV host John Oliver encouraged people to do so. The IG also blamed design failures on the comments portal itself. John Oliver destroys the (laughs) FCC public comment portal. (laughs) What's funny is that the FCC was so embarrassed by the the possibility of that that they were like, no, 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 it was some cyber actor. (laughs) Anyways, there was no evidence of the attack. Since there was no evidence of the attack, the inspector general... False flag! (laughs) investigated whether or not officials lied about lied about the, the the cyber attack the matter has now been referred to the department of justice ig pi responded by throwing his chief information officer at the time david bray under the bus claiming bray provided him with inaccurate information when he pi testified before congress on the bullshit cyber attack Although Pai claims he was misled, the inspector general noted that pretty much no one at the FCC internally actually thought they were victims of a cyber attack. The event 
wasn't internally defined as any sort of cyber attack. One, and two, the Department of Homeland Security wasn't notified about it, which would have been standard protocol had a cyber attack happened. Where's the server? Why haven't they given over the server? (laughs) You might remember at the time it was surmised that the FCC was trying to at first stop the influx of comments in support of net neutrality and then delegitimize all those comments by claiming it was a cyber attack. Now it looks like that's exactly what the FCC was doing, trying to delegitimize legitimate comments. I mean, Ijipai, for a number of reasons, this just being the latest, you should fucking resign. The Trump administration hasn't given up fighting the Time Warner AT&T merger. One thing that they're actually uh, kind of doing well here. Yesterday, the DOJ Antitrust Division delivered some of its arguments in the case before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. As expected, they claim that allowing the $85 billion deal will pave the way for AT&T to use content as leverage against competitors, fellow cable and internet providers. Brands owned by Time Warner include HBO and CNN. The antitrust division also attacked how the merger was upheld by a district judge on process grounds. They criticized Richard Leon's ruling on evidence, including his refusal to admit internal AT&T market analysis and his decision to limit one expert testimony to two and a half hours. If you don't finish, well, it's too bad, is what Leon told the witness. Government lawyers included the remark in their, in their appeal, as the New York Times noted. Finally today, in news you won't hear on Chris Hayes' MSNBC show, a new report suggests that the current efforts to curb global warming won't be enough and that the planet is headed for, quote, hothouse conditions team of scientists from a number of universities around the world published their findings in the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. It predicts that even if the Paris climate deal curbs temperature increases to just below two degrees Celsius, as it's designed to do, even if that happens, the planet will still be ravaged by runaway global warming, possibly a four to five degree temperature increase. That's because of positive feedback loops that once activated, and many have already been activated, will trigger further warming, like the loss of summer Arctic sea ice, the melting of permafrost in the Arctic, and uh, massive releases of methane that are locked deep down in the ocean. The report drops just as the Mendocino complex fire in California has exploded in size. It's now the largest wildfire in state history, scorching more than 200 in 80,000 acres. Wow, it uh, really sounds like we could use some eco-socialism. Yes. Uh, actually, I blame Governor Jerry Brown for diverting all the water that could be used to fight fires back into the Pacific Ocean. I saw a lot of people from California reference that tweet. That was a tweet that came from uh, Our pres- President. President Trump. A lot of people from California referencing it. Uh, earnestly asking what he was talking about. Nobody knows. No one has any idea Nobody what he was talking about. Nobody has any any clue. That is the newscast for today. Before we go, though, let's check on the old listener rant line. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Uh, it's your buddy, uh, George Authority, calling you. Hey, it's been a while. Um, hey, listen, uh, I was on the Oregon Trail on my way moving out to Oregon, um, and well, uh, geez, I don't know how to put this. It's kind of, kind of big news. Um, I died of dysentery. <laughs> um, so Tough. Hey, 
Um, calling you here from beyond the grave. I'm just waiting in line to get into what I assume is heaven. Uh, it's kind of warm, and the stairs are poorly designed because they're they they appear to be going down, which is an odd way to travel up, if you ask me. Anyways, um, while I'm waiting in line, I figured I'd just call you guys and and say, hey, thanks for uh, doing all that you do. You do such a great job uh, keeping me up to date on the news and stuff. And uh, it was nice uh, having having your familiar voices to listen to as I, um, you know, shivered and, and vomited uh, and, and shit myself as one uh, tends to do with dysentery. <laughs> oh, boy. Embarrassing way to go. That's for sure. But, hey, listen, um, I'll keep you guys posted on, uh, uh, you know, any any cool celebs that I happen to run into up here. Uh yeah, anyways, uh, I hope, hope you all have a nice week. Uh, take care, guys. Bye, uh, bye, boys. Love you. Wow. Uh, George, hadn't heard from, him, heard from him in a while. I guess we know why. He's on that Oregon Trail. If only they would have rested for a few days so that, so that George could have healed. But I guess the wagon had to keep moving. This is what happens when you ford the river with your oxen. Did I make this up or weren't you and Nate just like within the last year got on an Oregon Trail kick and were playing a lot of Oregon Trail? Maybe Nate, not me. That wasn't not, you? Not that I wouldn't, it just wasn't me. I, I, I feel like it was happening in the newsroom and Nate was getting really excited, but I might have made that part up. That's the show. Call the rant line 202-684-6108. Sponsors include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at Congressional Dish. Another sponsor, levelnews.org. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends to listen. Subscribe on Patreon. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Five bucks a month. You get bonus content. You get the live stream. You get your own haiku. And you get to support our little news co-op here in D.C. Where we are, so you don't have to be.